The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. You know it and I know it. You've been hearing about it right here on this radio station. There have been calls recently urging officials to make mask wearing mandatory in certain situations. We, we hear on a regular basis about the importance of wearing a mask when social distancing isn't possible. But how many of you are actually wearing a mask when you go out? How many of you are wearing a mask when you're in those situations? Um... We know that some countries have been devastated by the coronavirus and others have escaped lightly. So why the extreme differences? Well, the main one is that countries that quickly resorted to widespread mask wearing had far lower death rates and shorter outbreaks. That's according to a new study. Dr. Christopher Leffler is an associate professor of the Department of Ophthalmology at Virginia Commonwealth University and is one of the study's lead authors. He joins us now. Doctor, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Th- well, thank you for joining us. Uh, tell us how things, uh, you know, before we get into this, how are things in Virginia when it comes to COVID-19? Well, it seems like we have not gotten hit as, as hard as, as some places that you've heard about, such as New York. It yeah. looks like we're probably in a plateau right now. <clears throat> um, the numbers reported by the state actually have gone down a little bit. And so maybe we're doing better, but there can also be delays in reporting. When we look yeah. at the, the hospitalizations, it's about stable. So I think, I think we're basically in a plateau. Doctor, I'm, I'm curious to get into this uh, into this study that you worked uh, hard on. Can you tell us a little bit of background on it? Who was involved and what exactly did you look at? So uh, the, the database was um, coronavirus mortality from 198 different countries around the world. And I worked on it with uh, actually a number of, of my ophthalmology colleagues that I had worked on other projects with, as well as Uh, some other uh, people here at Virginia Commonwealth University from the medical school and also the Department of Internal Medicine. So when you... uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Go Go ahead. ahead. No, that's okay. I cut you off. Go ahead. Tell tell me more. Well, so we we just looked at what were the predictors of coronavirus mortality, and and we found that there was an enormous range where the, the lowest half of the countries had a mortality uh, under um, two deaths per million. And then the highest 50% were close to 100 uh, deaths per million. So there's almost a a 50 to 100-fold difference between those two groups. And we were wondering what were the the things that, that predicted how a country would do. And as you mentioned in the introduction, uh, wearing a mask early uh, in the in the outbreak was enormously helpful, and the countries that did that had a, a mortality. Uh, it could be up to a hundred times less than the countries that that delayed using masks or didn't use masks. And so, doctor, this just wasn't a little bit of a difference. It was a big difference, wasn't it? In these countries, it, it really is enormous, and you've you've seen on the news how. Many areas like Hong Kong and Taiwan use masks in in Europe, Slovakia, 
use masks the earliest, and then Czechia was the second one to use masks in Europe. You can also find uh, examples from Latin America and Africa as well, where there's some countries that use masks earlier, and they've just had way, way, way lower mortality than what we've experienced in the United States and, and throughout much of the West. In Canada, um, some of our, at the very beginning of the COVID-19 outbreak, when we first started dealing with it, um, you know, even the, the chief medical officer uh, of health for the country um, and, you know, on the country and then on the province, uh, the provincial sides as well, there was, it, it seemed to be kind of flip-flopping, uh, confusing um, recommendations or not to whether or not they should wear masks or, or not at all. And, um, and you're saying that, you know, the countries that said right away, we have to do this, boom, start wearing them, you know, uh, within days, there was a huge difference. So do you think that um, confusion or mis, uh, can, or confusing information from leaders can pl- have has played a role in some of this in in the fact that, you know, some people don't trust masks or or mask wearing or they question um, the validity of how much it can help? I, I think it's true that the recommendations at the beginning were all over the place. And looking forward, the good news is that I see the scientific community only moving in one direction. I've been working on this since March. I've been working on this since before the U.S. CDC recommended masks on April 3rd. And I see things only moving in one direction as the scientific community is becoming more and more accepting of the idea that masks are going to block respiratory droplets which carry pathogens and there are people who don't know they have the virus who are asymptomatic or pre-symptomatic wearing a mask if everybody does it it's pretty hard for the virus to spread so i see the scientific community only only moving in one direction and there's kind of a a a consensus coalescing around that idea would you would you recommend or would you like to see masks um, being made mandatory at least in certain situations? Right. I think if you are on a bus or on a subway, uh, you, you're going to need to wear a mask. Really, if you're if you're in an indoor place outside your home where other people congregate, a mask mm-hmm. is really required. There could be some situations. Obviously, the risks with being outdoors are a lot lower and and fleeting proximity outdoors is going to have a lot lower risk Um, you could imagine though if you're in uh, say a a large crowd outdoors when we eventually open up stadiums and outdoor assemblies or if there's a particularly congested city sidewalk where you know people are kind of shoulder to shoulder then even outdoors there could be some use for masks but particularly indoors it's it's really going to be helpful if everybody can wear a mask does it matter, do you think, what kind of masks people are wearing? Is 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 any kind of mask, even a, a homemade mask, better than nothing? It, it, it's, it's way better than nothing, way better. And you really want to get the best mask you can get. But if what you can get is a homemade mask, that's fantastic. Many of these countries that have done well did make their own masks. And so some countries... Yeah had a good supply of medical masks because they made them like Taiwan as a manufacturer. But a lot of countries like Thailand and Czechia, they just made cloth masks at home. 
It's it's interesting when you look at the at the history of it. There's a lot of people out there right now, and I can I don't even have to look at my text line uh, right now to be honest with you, Dr. Leffler, to say you know no one's going to tell me to wear a mask if I have to go into a if a store is requiring me to wear a mask if I go in there I won't be a sheep I'm not going to be told what to do it's infringing on my rights. What do you say to those folks? Well, I think it's it's so clearly effective and it's just part of uh, I, I think of it like turning on your headlights at night <laughs> you could drive around without your headlights on but it's dangerous to you and dangerous to everybody else on the road and uh, I think we've gotten the scientists on board now I believe and I think the public is going to come around and when people see the benefits I think more and more people are going to be accepting that this is just something that keeps everybody safe and the big thing is people want to open schools they want to open businesses Mm -hmm. they want to do all the things that we used to do and wearing masks can help us live the normal life that we used to be living yeah, and you know what? That's a really interesting point as people are calling to reopen businesses and get the economy moving again. Well, this is one way that's going to help to do that. And I and I would, you know, venture to say that this is just going to be uh, become uh, a part of our new normal moving moving forward. This is just something that will, you know, you throw into your purse or you throw it on when you're when you're going out. It is just going to become part of, you know, everyday outfits. Right. And many of the countries that have adopted widespread mask usage have been able to keep their economies going more. Sometimes they've had to limit some big gatherings and so on. But overall, they've been able to keep things moving a lot better than we have in the West. So I think it's just part of getting the economy moving again and getting people back to doing the things they want to do. I, and I think when people learn the proper way of putting on a mask, wearing it, how to take it to do, how to take it on, take it off, and when we see in in some cases um, our our leaders doing it, and they're almost like a role model for others. When we've seen that happen in other countries, um, you know, people have tended to to be a little bit more willing to follow, haven't they? I think the example set by the leaders can be very important. And many of the leaders around the world have used masks themselves to to try to set a good example for their people. Dr. Leffler, is there anything else about this study that uh, you work so hard on that you want people to know about that we that we didn't touch on? I, I think I think we've covered the main things. All right, Dr. Leffler, uh, I want to thank uh, you for the joining other thing me. I oh, think I, I yeah. would like to see kids wear masks when they go back to school. I think that will be helpful. That's the only other thing I would add. Are, there are some concerns about, you know, with kids, though, whether or not they're going to be able to, you know, not be touching it. There's concerns about their breathing. There's there's questions about how um, how COVID is affecting uh, affecting children. And then there's some concerns about the possibility of dangers of, of smaller kids wearing a mask. Um, are you worried about that at all? Well, the the very littlest kids, you know, in preschools, they're they're probably not going to be wearing masks. Yeah. But uh, many countries around the world have shown that the kids can wear masks, and it's not a a really big deal for the kids. It doesn't freak them out, and they do fine with it. It probably freaks out the adults more than the kids. So the kids do fine <laughs> with masks, and it's not like this has never been done. It's been done for years in in many countries, and the kids do fine with it. 
Interesting stuff. Dr. Leffler, thanks for your time this afternoon. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for talking to me. All right, take care. Thank you so much. Dr. Christopher Leffler is an associate professor with the Department of Ophthalmology at Virginia Commonwealth University, one of the study's authors. You can read the full report at globalnews.ca or 630ched.com. I know some of you aren't wearing masks. We've had the conversation. I'd like to, you know, see people wearing masks, especially when you cannot social distance, when when you are in crowds, um, uh, I'll be honest with you. Um, I went to the greenhouse uh, on the weekend. There was me and maybe you know five other people in the greenhouse, and it's a huge greenhouse. I had a mask in my purse. I did not wear it because I was able to be socially distant. Um, but I always have one in my purse or in uh, you know my back pocket. To be honest with you, if I get into a situation um, where I don't think that that's possible, now I don't do the grocery shopping here just because we've made that decision that my husband is going to be the one doing that so only one person is going to the grocery stores but if I went to the grocery store I'd be wearing a mask um, I did go to the greenhouse a couple of weeks ago and it was much busier and I wore a mask the entire time uh, was finally able to get my hair done um, last week uh, and that my friends was a five-hour appointment a five-hour appointment don't even ask but it was a five-hour appointment and I, w- I had to wear the mask the entire time yeah it's a pain in the butt yeah it gets hot it gets hot and yeah you have to speak louder all of those things but for me it was just part of the new way of doing things I needed to get my hair done these were the rules to protect uh, the staff at the uh, at the salon and they were all wearing masks as well of course and to protect me I get that some people don't want to wear them they don't want to be told what to do and I think moving forward though you're going to find that you're not going to be able to go into some places and uh, if you're okay with that then then that's it but if we're all wearing masks in a in a situation where we can't be physically distance you know I'm protecting you 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 are protecting me um, and uh, you know I think that the the sooner that we kind of get on board here the better um, and I know yeah, a lot of you aren't going to like that, what I just said, and and that's fine. But that's that's my opinion. That's how I feel about it. And, and we're going to move forward. And uh, and I and um, you know, you're you're allowed to have your own opinion as well. It was interesting as well that there was a new survey done by Leger um, of Canadians, and it believes that and, and it says that 43% of Canadians, 43% of Canadians believe the first wave of the COVID-19 pandemic is over. of you believe that there will be a second wave. And about 50% of folks are are worried about getting COVID-19. My dad in Sault Ste. Marie just underwent a COVID test. He said he was having some uh, strange symptoms, you know, the sore throat, that sort of thing over the past few days. He'd been following all the rules, staying at home, that sort of thing, but he had a COVID test. Uh, We're still waiting to get uh, the test results on that one. Um, I think some of us are are more afraid that a loved one is going to get COVID, especially if they have some health issues. And we know that uh, the, uh, the death... Um, 
you know, the, the morbidity rates are, are higher for those who have one, two or three other factors, and especially our, our seniors, right? And, and I think it's really important that we protect our seniors. Uh, also with this poll, 66% don't want to relax physical distancing rules and believe two meters two meters should remain the safe distance kept between people. You know that there was that push recently, especially in restaurants, if I remember correctly, it was restaurants um, saying that they wanted to have that uh, that distance uh, pushed back to a meter, meter and a half. 